Hello. Thanks for listening to Tea with Terry. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And if you are, we'd appreciate you hitting the like button and maybe leaving a review and uh, also subscribing. If you'd like to contact us, reach out to us on Instagram at Tea with Terry Podcast. Now, on to the show. Hey, Terry. How's it going? Welcome back. Hi, Steve. Hi. How are you? Welcome to Tea with Terry and Steve. Yes. Isn't it great to be back on the show again after only a week? I mean, it's amazing how quickly seven days goes by or six. Yeah. Forever for me, but that's just because you and I don't talk (laughs) a lot. Yeah, especially right now. Yeah. So I got sucked in this week watching this German show called Dark. And it was uh, it was actually pretty good. And it's one of those binge watch on Netflix kind of thing. I do like movies that are that have the word. What is that called? Subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like subtitle movies. I have no problem with them. And there's a couple movies that I've watched with the subtitles, and then I've watched them dubbed, and I'm like, oh dear, no. This one was dubbed, and it was pretty out of sync, but. It was still a good show. So I can't watch a movie if their mouth does not fit what they are saying. Like, there's movies from Spain that I love. There's movies from Mexico that I love. There's, well, the one from Korea that you'll never watch because you just, for Uh, whatever reason. I guess once you dig your heels in and you don't like to do anything mainstream because then you feel like somehow you sold out. No, I don't like movies that have that deceptive, psychological, uh, manipulative thrillers. Which is what Parasite is. But you watch Baby Killing. I don't watch Baby Killing. You watch I, Baby Killing. What, I, yeah, I did, I did watch Game of Thrones. No, but you you so, told Phoebe to watch that psychological That was thriller. not a Baby Killing show. I'm going to go back and watch Mindhunter. And I'm, gonna tell, I'm telling you, there's not. it's not a Baby Killing show. As soon as the babies got killed, I fell asleep. So I can't tell you what else happened. I don't, I don't remember any babies getting killed in that there show. There was children. It was children. I don't think so. I'm telling you, there were children that got killed. So, no children were killed in that movie. Yeah, but- I'll have to think of a movie where a bunch of children were killed. Children of the Corn. <gasps> what about that movie where that guy is on that island and he turns everybody into animals? That's <laughs> an awesome movie. God, and that was with... Island um, of Dr. Moreau. And that was with... Um, the guy with the puffy cheeks. The Godfather. Yeah, it, uh, from... Yeah, and Streetcar Named Desire. Um, Never saw it. Streetcar Named Desire? Never saw it. Oh, my God. That's an amazing show. The black and white original is a, is amazing. Um, Humphrey Bogart. No. Humphrey Bogart. Did you ever see um, Casablanca? Yes loved it here's looking at you kid who had the puffy cheeks his name his son was hot um, charles bronson marlon brando marlon brando okay charles bronson <laughs> so close the, well you know charles bronson that's who i had was our first poster in my apartment that's a dude you should have had farrah fawcett you weirdo well no did you ever tell you about my first uh, well actually my second roommate did i tell you about the two female roommates i had in college no. In college, I, I was living on my own. I had a two-bedroom apartment, and I needed to go find a roommate, and I just hadn't gotten around to it. So wait, you purposely went to the leasing office, and you're like, hey, I'm one dude, and I want a two-bedroom apartment because— No, no, it wasn't a leasing office. This was a place called Ildecon, and it was a bunch of fourplexes of apartments, and each apartment fourplex was separately owned by an individual person. So you went to this person, you're like, I want to live here, and I don't care how many bedrooms it has? So, yeah, it was 175 bucks a month for a two-bedroom apartment. It was cheaper than the one-bedroom that I was getting kicked out of because of the parties that I was throwing. But anyway, but yeah, so I, I could afford it, but I was like, I really need a roommate to help the cost go down. 
But literally, it's 175 bucks a month. Yeah, was for the it apartment. on the same street as the Kingfish? Like, it sounds sketchy. No, it, it was. It was pretty sketchy. It's Ildecon, and right now Ildecon is like an area where the cops don't even want to go and laugh. Interesting. Yet. Okay. But at the time, it wasn't that bad. But it was sure. starting that way. So I go out to the strip and to just gonna meet some friends, and I happen to run into one of my really good friends' girlfriends at was there, and so we grab a beer, we're talking. And she's like, man, I got to get, I need to move out of my, um, my grandmother's house. I'm like, I need to get a roommate. I said, you want to come in and move in? And we worked out a deal. So then at two o'clock in the morning, we go drive over to my friend's house and knock on his window. And he comes out and said, Hey, guess what? Your girlfriend's moving in with me. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no way. No, he was like, that's awesome. <laughs> Cause he knows me. And I'm like, I am I'm I'm a trustworthy friend. I always have been. And he, which gets to the, uh, the rest of the story, I'm going to tell you a second. And he, this way, if I go hang out, I, I know that I'm good friends with my girlfriend's roommate, that we're going to get along fine. And it worked out fine. So anyway, she moves in. Everything's going fine. But after a couple months, she, she cut, one night we're sitting around talking. And she's like, Steve, why don't you ever hit on me? <gasps> and I'm like, because you're one of my best friend's girlfriends. She's like, well, nothing would happen. But, you know, you're a dude and, and never done it. And I was like, because it would be wrong. And so we talked about 15 minutes and I finally thought I got through to her that, you know, I wouldn't hit on you because that would be a horrible thing for me to do as a friend. And I'm never going to do that. Then that was it. And then about a month and a half later, she finally moved out to her own place. And then I had a bunch of other friends move in, which I'll talk about in a second. Now, fast forward three years. Brandon's one of the friends that moved in. And they had a couple across the street. Well, Brandon runs into that girl uh, at a bar, and she's like, hey, uh, is Steve still gay? <gasps> oh, my God. It's hilarious. And he goes, what are you talking about? So, said, well, his roommate told everybody in the complex that, that he was gay, and that's why they were living together. Because he never hit on her. Yeah. And that was, so in her mind, because I didn't hit on her, and, and she was. She was really good But that's looking. what you hurt her feelings by not hitting on her. Like you did. She was a woman scorned. No, but um, but it was funny. Like I just laughed about it. But Brandon was like, "He's not gay. He's engaged. He's getting right. married. Getting married. The hottest girl in Lafayette." And she used to do things like I'd go get ready to go take a shower, and, and I used to bring my big jam box in the shower, listen to it, and then she would go. We only had one one full bath, and then she would go in there. And I'm taking a shower. My stuff's set up. I'm getting ready to go. She goes, "I'm getting naked and get in this tub." <gasps> it said, "You can get in with me, or you can not." And I was just like, "Fine," and like you know, grab my radio and. <laughs> You know, she would do those little things all the time. And I just, A, was oblivious to it. And B, I would never, I would never violate a friend's trust. Never would. Wow. So she moves out and I got a couple of guys that want to move in, but I, I really need to, to get a four, you know, three other roommates, you know, because I'm broke, you know, like you're talking about and whenever you were out there stealing toilet paper sure. broke. Yeah, I'm the same way in college. So I had a friend from college, Candy. So Candy's going to move in and she's like, you're going to need to come talk to my dad about it. So we go we go meet with her dad. We met her on like a Saturday afternoon and he'd already had a few beers and it was the longest, most uncomfortable conversation. Because you got to think, this was back in 88. You know, new girl type of just living with guys and that wasn't really norm. Even though Candy and I were having no romantic thoughts, we were going to be in the same room, twin beds, opposite side of the wall. So her dad starts talking about this fence. He goes, son, you know, there's a, there's a fence across 
this this room and i'm like yes sir there's a big fence because you, you can't cross the fence i'm like no sir that fence is 50 feet high it's got it's got guard dogs razor wire yeah. yeah razor wire smooth up there you know there's machete guys that are going to kill that fence is not being crossed you do understand the fence <laughs> he just kept going on and then finally uh oh, you know he's like all right we'll do this and so candy moved in it was great and eventually she moved into the apartment above us and you know, we it, we took over the whole fourplex because we kept driving people out with parties. But on the way out from the, this hour-long fence conversation, I looked over and noticed there was a big frame poster of Charles Bronson. Oh, my god! That was sitting in the garage. And I was like, hey, would you mind if we take that for our apartment? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Take it. And so that was our first piece of art was, was a frame poster of Charles Bronson. That is hilarious. Say, living in the apartment was with a lot of people was fun. But I'll tell you one last little story. You know, one of the guys I was with one night, opens the door and he was kind of a hard sleeper. I was like, Steve, what are you doing? He's like, oh, he goes, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm like, All right. And then I look up and he's walking towards my hamper. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, no. no. You know, it's amazing how you go from asleep to awake. And I just grab him and I throw him towards the bathroom. And when I oh close God. the door, I see him heading, I see him heading towards the sink. So I'm hoping he turned, but I like, at least it's not my hamper. So anyway. You know, that it's that's crazy. You know, people peeing on different things, especially when they drink too much. The way that I met my first roommate that I lived with in college was through a girl that I knew from high school, and she invited me to go on spring break. So I go on spring break supposedly with her, but she didn't show up for the first three days. So I'm on spring break with people I've never met before. And there's this one girl from Oklahoma who's literally the most hottest girl I've ever seen. She was a badass, and she was scary. She probably carried a gun. and She wore a bathing suit and boots and a hat. Like, that's how she went to the beach every day. That is hot. She was hot as hell. So they played quarters or something. I came back, and she was drunk. And I heard the girl, the other girl scream, like, don't do it. And then I heard Denise just go off on her with every single bad word. All of them <laughs> from A to Z, every single one of them. And in between each one was like, I'll shoot you like blah, 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 blah. And she peed on dishes out of the dishwasher. She opened the dishwasher, pulled out the clean dishes, took a pee, <laughs> put them back away, was cussing this other girl out the whole time and then went back and sat down. And I was like, oh my, did I just even see that? So then the next day, my friend finally shows up. The only person that I know. That's amazing. And the door knocked and we thought it was her. Finally, after these three days of the only person I knew showing up. So this cussing girl from Norman, Oklahoma, whips open the door and she says, where the F have you been? We've been waiting on you. And it was the lady that had like clean towels. And she just dropped the towels and just started crying <laughs> because this girl was so, she was small, but she's scary. She is so scary. So I don't know whatever happened to her, but God love her. So because of her, the other girl that was there that fussed at her, like, don't do that. She was my first roommate. By the way, I'm really glad you were somehow, that, that story got tied back to the P story in a in a better way than I was afraid it was well, going to. Every single friend that I have, the girl that never <laughs> showed up, every single adult friend that I have to this day can somehow, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, be tied back to her. And she's a twin. Just a little fun fact, so she'll know who she is when she listens. Yeah. So I don't, I know this is going to come as a shock to you, so I, I hope you're all sitting down, but I don't really do any... Thing. Like I don't do Botox because I'm afraid of needles and I don't do injections because afraid of needles and I haven't gotten 
my lips done and I haven't like there's just it's stuff that I need to get done. I just I've Wait, never you, mean you look the way you do so, and you don't do any of that fake stuff. This is it. No, no filter. This is no filter. This is just what This is natural. Yes, yes. All a hundred percent. Amazing. So so you know I love my picture made. And I do. And I still do. Terry, I have never seen you not want to take a picture when anybody asks you Exactly at any time in any place. I love to take my picture. And it's not because I'm vain because I want my well that might be part of it, but I want my picture taken because I want the kids to have a ton. Of, I want everybody to have a ton of pictures of me. 18,467 pictures on my phone. And I'm going to guess probably 4,000 of those pictures should actually be made into hard copies <laughs> and put in a shoebox and put on my shelf. Because I do like to look. And I'm sad that I don't have more pictures of me and my dad, just the two of us. Well, that's like, you know, after my dad passed, I have one of these pictures. The one picture I have that is one of my favorites was a candid we just took of him and I just laughing about something. Well, that's it. And a picture is great, unlike a video, because it captures a moment. You can sink yourself into the moment. Well, and so many people don't like their picture made. Lisa hates having her picture taken. I know, but I make her. And you know, we bossed her around in Boston. We made her take pictures. <laughs> I know, and I'm glad you did too, because otherwise she, I would did. have no pictures of her. Well, she's so sweet. She's always like, let me take the picture. I'm like, no, let me take well, the picture. Okay, so when I read this article that brought us up to these pictures and like making sure you have a lot of pictures, it said in this article, like, don't let your girls grow up always hearing you criticize yourself so you should find three physical things that you like about yourself well i have three things that i like about myself and i don't know if you know this uh, is it one is one of them is the fact that you are able to have a friendship with okay, steve like you said it has to be physical uh, like a physical thing okay steve what are three physical things that you like about yourself i know you probably have 33 but let's just stick with three uh family show right so we got to talk about that but um I don't know. I never really think about it. Yeah, most people don't. It's not an easy question. But I don't put myself down. But either. that doesn't matter. I don't. Yes, I, everybody I, does. What are three things that you like about yourself? Physical things. I don't have anything. I don't focus on myself. I really, I'm, honest, I'm being 100% serious. I'm not being like. I know. Because, most people don't. Like, it's not an easy question. But I don't worry. Like, I don't think about myself. I, I'm not asking you if you're worried about it. I'm not asking you to overthink it. I'm just saying three things that you like about yourself that are physical. Okay, I like that I'm tall. Okay, that's a great one. And then, and then I, I like that I'm a, a, a look like Brad Pitt. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Okay, that's not true. <laughs> but okay, that's not even. I thought I thought you looked like what's his name? What? Who do people tell you? Jeb. Yeah, they tell me I look like Jeb Bush. It's like not one person. Many people said you look like Jeb Bush. And I'm like, nobody wants to be told they look like Jeb Bush. Whether you like Jeb Bush or not, he's not a pinup role model. It's kind of like telling a woman, you know, you look just like Maude. Nobody wants that. <laughs> you know? I mean, no. no so I think it's... To, uh, okay, so your height. Okay, keep going. And, um, what, what's one more? Uh, Two more. Uh, You've got great hair. I mean, you know you love it. No, I have I have horrible hair. I have calyx everywhere. Yeah, but you've got hair, so let's just be happy you have okay, it. Okay, I got. All right, I like the fact that that. Uh, I, I, I don't, See, I don't, it's not I don't an easy know. question. Well, because I'm not. But it I, doesn't I don't, matter. Most people, but but I also can't tell you what I don't like about my body. Well, but you I have to pick really your top three. So we've got your. All right, I'd say my eyes, my height, and my um, dimple in my okay, cheek. Okay, there we go. Those are very well done, Steve and Barnes. I, and I'm only saying that because that's what other people have said at times. So what are your three? Okay, well, I mean, the first one's super obvious. Your face. My nose. 
Uh, really? Oh my god, it's perfect. You have a cute nose, but I, I would have not thought that was number one. Okay, that's yeah, number one. I mean, I don't even know if the rest of my face, you know, they say like you can see beauty if you're like symmetrical, like you're exactly the same. Well, obviously, I'm then I'm hideous because I'm not the same. I think one eye is lower than the other, but my nose is not messed up. Like it really is, it's just perfect. And I've okay. always thought that about my nose. Like, I really do like it. All right. That's number one. And I like that I have small wrists because I like the way that bracelets fit <laughs> on my wrists. And I love my feet. I love them. I think my feet are the, perfect. That is the weirdest menagerie of body parts to like that I think I've I ever know. heard. It is. But those are the three things that, that I like well, about What about myself. like boobs or butt or legs? Or, no. You know, I mean, the boobs no. need to go a different way. My butt could be up higher. You know, my legs are kind of whatever. You know, like I could sit there all day and tell you what I don't like, but that's not the exercise. The exercise is to find three <laughs> things that you do. So whenever I've got friends that are always like just criticizing their bodies and criti I'm like, all right, what are the three things that you do like about yourself well, but you know what's weird terry is, is i've looked at a lot of pictures of you and your wrists are in some your feet are almost never in your pictures and i do like my ears i do terry you, you got you got the whole package you got oh. the whole package is all i can tell that's you that's just silly talk so, but now i had a question so you know speaking of just pictures and just kind of change the subject like i always do yeah you never let me finish what i was saying go ahead i wanted to ask you i've never seen any pictures of your haunted area like the the haunted Ruhelio graveyard or something like i don't even think it really exists. well and there is a bit of a scandal going on with the family cemetery right now there's people that worked at angola and they're being buried there well wait how did angola get around to just randomly burying people at a random graveyard well the families in angola lived on the land of the prison and when the people lived there for so long it was just assumed that they would be buried in the cemetery in tunica but it's not a public cemetery so the people that were being buried there weren't supposed to be getting buried there but by the time i guess that they figured it out in the paperwork like they were already six feet under. So what do you do? Like, yep. Well, are you guys are you guys like out of land at your cemetery? Um, I wouldn't say we're out of land, but there's definitely like seven solid families, and now some of these graves go back to the 1700s. I mean, it's it's been around for a while. So when I was a little girl, and I would go with my dad to go visit my grandparents, and I was like seven or eight bored didn't have anyone to play with i would go and play inside the cemetery because it had a big fence around it so i was afraid of wild animals and bears and tigers you know anything that obviously doesn't live in louisiana but it was still scary to me so i would play inside the cemetery i mean there's three graves that are kind of creepy and one of them's creepy because it's got a gate around just that grave and the gate was open and then the one side of it, like all the words had washed off. Like you can't read it anymore. Cause yeah, once you want to, you know, they're keeping them in there. Like, I don't like it. You, know, you got to put a fence around just that. Like uh, that, that's, that gets a little freaky. Like, I got to want that. Well, here you, I've got a graveyard trivia for you. Oh, okay. This is from uh, the conspiracy game. Did you know how like they would keep uh, corpses from turning into vampires and, and coming back and haunting them? Hmm. It was something to do with their heads. Well, garlic. Nope. Cut their head off. They, garlic. Put garlic in their head. Nope. They did. Their they did cut garlic. their head off, but then they did something special with the head. Flowers. 
um, buried it away from the other people. Nope. Fed it to the dog. <laughs> well, you watch too much Game of Thrones. <laughs> I know. I just, when I said that, I was like, wait a minute. What would Ramsey Bolton do? Yeah, that's what we all um, should ask ourselves all the time. <laughs> what would Ramsey do? I don't know. I mean, if it's not... Okay, wait, wait. Okay, vampires don't like mirrors. They don't like Actually, vampires water. are very, very vain, and they love mirrors. They take selfies all the time. No, like Dracula can't see his own reflection. Uh, that, that's because Dracula had uh, self-esteem problems. I saw the real show about him, like the real, real show. Vlad D- Dracula? Yeah, he's a bad guy. I mean, like he, he did like to put spikes, heads, specs, spikes, heads um, all around well, not, the place. He wouldn't do heads. He did whole bodies. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He put them on a pole while they were still alive, and they slid down the pole while they were dying over days. Okay. All right. What would Ramsey Bolton do? That's about the same thing. So what did they do? No, you missed it. Okay, well, they don't like mirrors. They don't like holy water. Vampires, they're going to suck your blood. So you want to tape their mouth shut. You want to put an apple in their mouth. Mm, I, that would be attractive. Fill their mouth with flowers. Nope. Take their eyes out. Wow. Put I, their eyes in their mouth. You're, you're <laughs> never be a mortician. I, I really don't know. I mean, I'm trying to figure out like that long ago what, you know, people. Well, it's because everything you're referencing are all like uh, 19th and 20th century references. None of that well, stuff. Well, I watched a lot of those really bad like movies with Vincent Price, you know, with right. his googly eyes and black and white kind of stuff. Well, and Bram Stoker kind of made most of the of, of the references, and then Hollywood did the most. So most of that stuff you're talking about was never in the Dracula story until movies came along. So this was back in the 1600s. Well, so, okay, so they people would die, and they were just regular people, and they were just, like, dropped out of, like, whatevs, or right. and then, they were so, already bad people. Well, a lot, the problem is a lot of people were dying of tuberculosis, and so it was they called it consumption. So they were coughing up blood. Well, they were, yeah, they were consumption. They were coughing up blood. They would look. They were white as a sheet. They were. They were. So it was like they were being visited at night and drained slowly of their life essence. And oh. so they would start blaming dead relatives that were coming back as vampires. I is this a conspiracy? Like I don't believe you. This is an absolute. It's in the conspiracy game, but this is an absolute historical fact. Okay, so go ahead. I don't know the answer. I get. They would cut their heads off and they'd stick it between the corpse's legs. Weird. <laughs> I guess you never want to wake up from the dead with your head facing that, and that's how it kept the kept the dead from coming back. That's so. And then they would weird. rebury them with the, with their head between their legs. I mean, you wonder how they thought up this stuff. Well, the other thing they would do is they would cut out the internal organs of the dead relative, and they would burn it, and then they would feed it to the relative dying of tuberculosis. I, I wouldn't have lasted five minutes. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> After me, yeah, you, no, me Lisa, neither. and Keith went to that torture museum in Perugia, Italy. Oh, Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, that was accident? bad. That was, that was disturbing. Well, I'd look around. I was like, okay, that look. And then I'd read the thing about it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, how did they think to do that? Like, I literally yeah. would not have lasted five minutes. No, and that that's exactly what I, I looked at. It, and I was, first of all, I'm thinking, how do you, you know, how does somebody come up with such a horrible array of ways to make people miserable? I mean, right. like, it, that, that was one uh, site that I wish I wouldn't have gone. Oh, no, seen. I'm glad I saw it, but I wish I could forget it. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't unsee it. And it was no, you very cannot. disturbing. The sexual but, torture room that I was afraid to go in. Keith was like, I'm in here. Um, anyhow, moving <laughs> on. So if you like beautiful cemeteries, like this one will blow your damn mind. Like it's off the main road on the way to Angola State Penitentiary. Have you ever been to Angola? Uh, we don't like to talk about it. That record's been expunged, so let's just move on. 
it has a lot of banks right outside, which why wouldn't it? I mean, they're probably the safest banks in the world. Why do they have banks outside of Angola? For the people that live in that area, when they need to go to the bank, they go to outside the prison. And they also used to have, which I'm assuming it's still there, they used to have like a pool hall that the people would go hang out in when they were going to visit like their person that was in prison. So we need to do a trip. We need to go to Angola, go to go to cemetery and go to the haunted horrible house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a couple of them. All right. A couple of them there. And then the Methodist church in town that has the cannonball that went through it. Uh, that's really cool. That sounds, the Civil War that cannonball. That sounds kind of lame. I, I'd rather, I just want to go see a bunch of ghosts. You're going to see whatever I show you. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. You are going to look and see whatever. Because then they have also got the Catholic churches built high up on a hill. And you can see the river. And it's very cool. Okay, well, then, then we're going to take a trip to, I think it's Ohio, where somebody has rebuilt the entire uh, bridge and engine room of the Starship Enterprise. And you can put on Enterprise costumes and go pose inside of the Starship Enterprise bridge. Well, why is it in Ohio? Why don't they just put it on like a train and take it everywhere? Because it's worth the trip. It's a destination well, trip. what city in Ohio? I I, it may be New York. I just know it's somewhere up north. Well, then you have not done your homework. I haven't done my homework because I didn't know that I was going to have to do a, a trip that I get to designate all the places we go. Well, okay. <laughs> now I do. Now, so you, you do your agenda and I'll do mine. Well, but we're going to have to do this one in like, you know, when the, when the weather changes just a little bit. Yeah. Well, and also not, when everybody's not coughing Corona all over me. Oh, I kind of forgot about the virus. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Maybe that's next good year. that you forgot about it for a little while. I did. I forgot about it for about a second and a half. So that was awesome. Thank you. So just to recap, for the next episode, I want to talk about our favorite really bad B movies. So make a list of your favorite B movies growing up that like... Well, and Motel Hell. Did you ever see that one? I don't know that one. No, did you ever see Naked Lunch? <laughs> no. Naked Lunch was weird. It was like a guy was typing his story on a typewriter and it turns into a cockroach that he's typing in. And <laughs> it's oh so odd and bizarre and amazing. Okay. I did find Twisted Brain. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, let's let's hold that off for next, next episode. Oh. <sighs> So hard. Come on, Terry. Just have some patience. I know. Write it down. Twisted 1974. Brain. That's hilarious. You couldn't stop, could you? No. 1974 <laughs> was a good year for a bad movie. You ever saw Toxic Adventure? Mm. Is it like 1970s? 19, I think it's early 80s. It was a terrible B movie. I loved it. Did you ever see Buckaroo Banzai? Yes. Loved it. I loved that movie. That's that's a sci-fi comedy movie. Barely. Because that would have been around the same time as the little people that were time traveling. Oh, uh, yeah. The time band. Yes. That would have been around the same time, right? Uh, I think time bandit, yeah. It's same general, yeah, mid 80s. What was the movie with the guy that shrunk down and lived inside of somebody's body? That was Martin Short and, um, oh, Inner Space. No, not Hunky I Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. We also had the Poseidon Adventure. They don't make movies like that anymore. No, well, but the Poseidon Adventure was an epic. Yeah, it was amazing. Toxic Adventure was not an epic. No, neither was <laughs> neither was Twisted Brain. <laughs> or, or Naked Lunch. I don't know that one. Uh, well, you will. So next week, we're going to talk about our favorite B-movies okay. from the 80s. Okay. So I guess, as they say, this one's now in the can. So do you have any last messages for the millions of people who are listening right now? Thank you so much for your time and for checking your logic at the door. All right. Take care, Terry. Peace out, Girl Scout. Dawn, that's the end.